0: Welcome back. Episode 58 of the Review Podcast. We are here. It is Saturday, January 16th. Happy Saturday afternoon, everybody. Happy NFL <laughs> Divisional Round of Playoffs. We are here live from the TBR studios with a very exciting cast of podcasters today. As always, Robbie Carpenter is here, but also a new surprise guest that we decided to bring back. As Cart put it, <laughs> shifting. due to shifting demographics, we decided that it would be good to get one of the guests from the most listened to episode of all time, Christian Willette, my cousin, a dear friend of TBR, a former, uh, he's been on podcast before, so you all know him. You all love him. Christian's here. Christian is our show producer today. Christian, how's it, uh, how's it going? Uh,
1: it's going pretty good. Uh, it's been a while since I've been uh, gracing you guys with my presence. Awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I didn't know that I was most popular. Out of all of you? Not surprised. Well, it's not a
2: superlative, Well, but. no. <laughs> well, what do you mean? It's not like a yearbook page. You didn't get most popular. You were in the most popular episode. Yeah, but so were we. Yeah, so were we. Check the numbers.
1: Yeah, but you were in the all the other stop ones. Stop the count. <laughs> <laughs> what? You were in all the other ones, and they didn't do as well, so...
0: I never said that. You
1: guys were the control, and I was. <laughs> I'm all about ratings. Everybody wants to talk about science. I'm
0: the. We've said before that Carp is a big ratings guy. I'm all he about he ratings. sticks to the numbers. Oh, we're watching the Bruins, just so you know, yeah. uh, in the background, just in case. But, uh, but yeah. Saturday NFL divisional round. We've got Christian here. We've got carp here. Seth could not be here because he's definitely scared of the. <laughs> yeah, can I we talk about, about this? This. that? Yeah. This was right, so, agenda item number one. So go ahead.
2: I'm not one to judge. I am one to judge, <laughs> um, but I, I don't judge Seth that often, but I will go into this one a little bit. He came to my house last week yep. um, where my brother may or may not have had COVID <laughs> at the time. And like, we weren't sure. And Seth still showed up, still was there the whole time. Yeah. But, like, he's very strange about it. Like, he's wicked, like, well, like, I should just kind of stay to myself (laughs) in my corner and, like, whatever. Which is fine. Like, that's fine. So then today, it's, like, a week later, we're like, all right, Seth, like, we're going to go to Brennan's. We're going to go to, you know, TBR Sports 1 and, like, the studio. (laughs) TBR HQ. Yeah. Yeah, And just, like, (laughs) record and watch the games. Like, come by. And Seth's like... Well, like, how many people are going to be there? And I believe his limit was five, and there's currently three. So <laughs> exactly, like that would have only been four. So I don't know. I we we wanted him to come, but he he felt uncomfortable. And I don't like judging people that feel uncomfortable about situations like that. But like, kid, I mean, we've all had it already. That's the so thing. Like, is, it's yeah, not like this... we're getting it, or I, I guess we could still carry it. I didn't know that Seth was also part of the. White White House task force, like he's pulling out like these obscure like, well, you know, you can be a carrier
0: on these certain occasions. Like, all right, Seth, like, whatever. But like, just come next time. I don't I don't know. Well, there's the thing. This isn't like the the best example for me to use. But uh, but I mean, we've kind of touched on this a little bit. TBR did a flag football game the day before Thanksgiving this year. Um, <laughs> Which is yet to be released. <laughs> for a, yet to be released for like a reason, and then we decided we're going to remarket it. That will be out on Super Bowl Sunday. Just you know, like that's coming out on Super Bowl Sunday. But we wanted to get as many people involved as we could because you know the more people you have in the game, the better. So um, Seth was bound to play. He was scheduled to appear. We talked to Christian about coming as well, but Christian was like, "Oh, you know, I just don't want to risk it," um, and and so and that was fine. Like like I didn't have an issue with people <laughs> saying they didn't want to come because they were scared of
1: getting it I didn't, beforehand. I, I, you're twisting my words. I didn't say I. Was, uh, you're so far away from. the <laughs> Yeah, I, I am. Uh, I didn't say I was scared. Okay, as much as I said my mother was scared, and.
2: Not Mom's that. come first.
1: I get that. Well, yeah, I just didn't. She was, She pulled the. She pulled the whole. You're living under my roof. You're, you know. You're not, and I was kind of like, all right, you know, I can't really do anything about that. So I decided I'd follow her, her advice. Um, I guess it paid off because you guys all got it.
0: Yeah. So that's where I was going. Um, so <sighs> we reached out to a bunch of people, and a lot of people were in, and a lot of people played. It ended up being eight people. Uh, in the game and then one cameraman brownie because he didn't want it brownie was scared of getting covid so he didn't want to play so instead he just basically played without being like he was on the field like the whole time throwing balls
2: yeah, and look, I, I, everybody got it. That whole notion isn't necessarily true because, like, literally, my whole team didn't get it. It was me, Vito, right. Johnny, the, and CJ. The TBR Dark yeah.
0: Team got it. Yeah,
2: yeah, you guys got it, and we didn't. So like, it was
0: probably when you know we were t- we were talking in the huddle when we were all mic'd up, really close to each other. Mm-hmm. But you know, bottom line is like that morning we re- we I get a text from Seth, and Seth says I can't come, and that if you know me, that really bothers me. If someone tells you the morning of that you know something well, that
2: bothers everybody
0: yeah like we had a solidified plan and it wasn't just like oh seth isn't coming to hang out we like put money into this like to the production of all of this to to make this happen it also, was like a one really day hard
2: thing. to get like eight guys or whatever like to get even teams yeah what i mean like I had to grab my brother. We had to grab Vito's girlfriend's brother. That's the thing. Is 14 we were year old brother. Like,
0: thank God. Like we to did. pull people together. Like it was weird. So there was a moment where worse me and Michael are standing at the field. We went early to scope out the filming situation. Like where are we are going to put all the cameras? I'm on the phone with Carp and I'm like, what do we do? Like Seth is out now. Like, I believe your exact words
2: were Seth
0: has to effing come. He has to effing come. You got to get him to effing. I was like, there's no, I'm I'm like, I'm sorry, but it's not like an option. Like he needed to be there and he wasn't there. So that was my, my whole gripe with like Seth not coming was like, if he had told me ahead of time, I would have had time to go out and find somebody else, but he didn't tell me ahead of time. He told me like an hour before the game. So that was the issue that I had in turn. Yeah, there might have been a little bit of a COVID outbreak or whatever. I don't know. Allegedly. So good thing that he didn't end up coming, and good thing that we had numbers, and good thing that your team didn't get it. But, yeah, it's just he, he to your point, has been really weird about this whole thing. I'm of the belief that everybody is entitled to their own opinion, and my opinion is, like, this is a very serious virus, oh. but but at the same time, Morally driven things like this, like... Like you should be able to live your life at this capacity. I think I think Seth today saying, I don't want to risk it, it's like, okay. Screw you. Yeah, like like what are we really doing? Like, this is a big room. We could put Seth in that back chair right there and have all of us sit here at the podcast desk and like be totally fine. you
1: are dragging Seth right
0: now. To quote Daryl Philbin from the office, sitting on your biscuit, never having to risk it. Like eventually, (laughs) Seth, you're nineteen, you look like you're forty. You need Whoa. to start living for your own. Like, you're in college. Like, like enough is enough. Like, let's, let's get it going, you know? But uh, I've been kind of bothered by the whole COVID thing as of late. I didn't talk about this on a podcast, but ca- Christmas was canceled at the Willette household because, of, uh, because I tested positive for the coronavirus a month before Christmas. Coronavirus, yeah. <laughs> I literally test, like, so a month before Christmas, I tested positive a month before Christmas. One month, exactly, to the day. One month. One month. I understand. <laughs> 1 month before Christmas and my family, my extended family, cousins aunt, uncle on my mom's side and I'm not I'm not custom a whole month out. before a whole I tested positive of a whole month before yeah 1 month didn't want to come for Christmas because of that mm-hmm. so the plan was that we were going to do Christmas and like our our family yankee swap um after the new year on January 17th which is this weekend which in turn, makes no fucking sense at all because the risk of getting the COVID is actually higher after the holidays because people went and visited family and cases went up or more tests were being administered. So that's how cases went up. So the logic behind the initial plan made no sense. So my mom gets a text from my aunt like two days ago. um, I went, so my aunt, this aunt that I'm talking about has two daughters, my cousins. Uh, I went and had dinner with one of them in uh in at santarpio's in boston this past week uh no no mention of like whatever the other daughter so my mom gets a a text from my aunt and says hey um i'm not gonna say their name because i don't want to totally exploit even though i only have two cousins on that side so it's, you know pick and choose but my cousin basically was requesting that we do our christmas outside 1000 percent outside because they still were scared that i was going to give them COVID. Is that fucking ridiculous or what? Carp, it is like downpouring. It is January. It is the dead of winter. The middle of January. We score? He called it off. Uh, The Bruins may have scored. They called it a goal. Oh my god, no. No, (laughs) No, they called it no goal, though. Okay, so this is the weather forecast for tomorrow when we were supposed to do it. 34 degrees, high winds, chance of rain. Well, I the, think that's a great idea. The expi- the, oh my God. What beautiful weather to have a completely outdoors event. What the fuck? Are you kidding Jesus. me? Like, no, I'm not going to cater to your bullshit needs. Right. Cause I had COVID like okay. two and a half months ago. <laughs> I don't care. All right. These are your
1: cousins.
0: Yeah. These are They're, family. The chances that they listen to this slim to none. Well, the chances that I care that they hear this, none. even if they do listen, none chances, n- <laughs> none chances. <laughs> none chances. At all. I think it's so laughable that I had COVID like two months ago and people are still scared of me for some reason. Carp had it like four months ago and no one wants to be around him anymore. Christian like just had it and we're here. We're all here. So the bottom line is that this is the stigma that is around the COVID right now. It's like once you get the COVID, you're like dead man, scary man, contagious man. I have probably infected more people with the common cold than I will with COVID. I am dead serious. More people have probably been affected by me having a common cold than me having the COVID. And that's all I have to say about that matter. Soft family corrupt league. All right. So anyway, that was a lot.
2: Um, for those of you that are interested in TBR at all, we are approaching a two year mark, Yes, which is pretty interesting. I know that Brendan has more details on that than I do, but, um, so why don't you? Why don't yeah, you I just away. wanted
0: to kind of like recap because this, this is probably going to be the last podcast that we do before two years. Cause two years is early this week. So, um, I just think that, you know, I wanted to take this time. I was, I'm writing a blog about it, but I just wanted to take the time. I know we did this with episode 52, but, you know, to, to have made it two years so far like w- with the way that we're going, and I know Carp can talk about it too, it's just, you know, it's a great feeling because I feel like TBR right now is probably in the best spot that we've been in in the past two years. I think that we're all working really hard and we all have some, you know, really driven aspirations and passion right now that I don't think we necessarily had or the people that we had previously in TBR didn't necessarily right. have last year in well, 2019. Um, I like the group that we have right now. I like what we're doing. We're recording podcasts constantly We're the website is being launched along with the two year. We have videos coming out all the time. We're live streaming. We're updating you guys on the Instagram. The, what we're doing right now at TBR is literally something that's never been done by any other sports media company before. We are a group of high school and college students who are literally running the show. We are literally running the show. Like I point me to a sports media company with a bunch of people ranging from 16 to 20 years old who are literally like the highest ups. Like that is unheard of. The fact that we've done Mm -hmm. all that we've done in the two years that we've existed, that at the age that we are, the fact that we all have like other stuff going on in terms of school, in terms of sports, in terms of work, the fact that we're still here and doing it, it's just an incredible feeling to say that we're two years strong and that we're headed into the third year even stronger. And if anybody, I know there's a lot of people that don't like us and don't like what we do and want to steal our content and want to say X, Y, and Z about us and and about how, why we're not successful. At the end of the day, the cream rises to the top And TBR sports is going to be at the top. It's it's the the bottom line. You can, you can buy followers right now and inflate your following and make it seem like you're, you know, the, the next best thing since sliced bread. But, uh, but, but the cream at the top is a
1: lot better than the sliced
0: bread. (laughs) I'm I'm just saying like, I I, like, this is the the Tebow guarantee. I gave the boomer Oakley guarantee and I ended up winning the national championship. Like TBR sports is the next thing. Like, like, be on the fucking lookout for us. Wow. What we're doing, fucking unheard of. Like, we are... So much broken. <laughs> we are, like, a complete Jeez. electric it's avenue. Like a it's, it. it's, no, I'm just saying, like, I, I feel good right now. I feel really good about you where we're at. You should. Go ahead. Speak on, speak on your experience. <laughs> at TBR, over the last two years, I've
2: had a good time. I've resigned three times. Uh... <laughs> uh it's been fun. What do you want? To, yeah, no, we've had a good time.
0: I, year I, three. What are your What are your goals? What do you see?
2: My goals for year three. Um, I want the website to do well. Um, I want the podcast to do well. Obviously. Yeah.
0: Double points. Oh,
1: oh my god.
2: I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. I, when I said I want the
0: podcast to do well, that got you pretty excited there. This is why I, I guess. I'm
1: the sound guy. <laughs> I should call my right. eardrum. Sorry,
0: up. I bet on Bergeron and Marshawn to have like a lot of points, and they just got a goal and assist combo there. Go ahead, Carp. Sorry. No, I, that's it. I'm just saying. I think we got a good thing going, and we should just keep doing it the way we're doing it. We have a yeah. We have a great group. Uh, I think everyone, like, I love everybody here, like, you know, from the bottom of my heart, we're a family. That's what I said in my blog that I'm going to post later this week. Like, we are like a family, honestly. We've become, like, the, the, the bestest I mean, of friends. I mean, Carp and I were, were at that level before we started TBR, and that's, oh, that's why beautiful. we started TBR. And then, uh, and then once we started TBR, we're just, look at us now, you know, brotherhood. Right. Uh, so, yeah, boys, thank you for two years, and let's roll on into year three. All right, NFL, what you've all been here for. Uh before we get into the previews of the games I want to talk quickly about this whole thing going on with the Steelers. Here's my question. What is Chase Claypool doing? like, so like, I, what, I like need, what are right, you doing? I need
2: I need to no, know like you when I walked in today you were like, "Hey, I can't believe Chase Claypool's still talking shit." First of all, I have never like I know Juju is like the like the Corvette, Corvette TikTok guy, guy. And then Claypool, I guess, talks smack too. And Mike Tomlin's kind of a chump. Like I I, I, the Steelers, I've tuned out for a long time, so I don't really know what the deal is. Like you're, you, you were just like, I can't believe Ch- Chase Claypool is talking crap. I don't know if it's a big story. It, it I, was. It, I guess
0: it is. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't really catch it. Like, so what? What is it? Yeah. So Chase Claypool went on TikTok live the day after the Browns beat the Steelers yeah, and uh, the wild card. Yes, they they just fucking manhandled them. So he goes on TikTok live the next day and people are like commenting, you know, the Corvette court, like they're giving him shit. And someone he goes, oh, well, the Browns are going to get clapped by the Chiefs, So it doesn't matter that they beat us. Right. What? Yes, it does matter that they beat you. You lost. You guys were 11 and 0 and ended up losing in the wild card to a team that hasn't won a playoff yeah, game I mean, the, since 1994. The
2: thing 94. that bothers me is, well, first of all, yeah, I, 1994 <laughs> is irrelevant, right? Because that's not the team this year, but... I know, I'm just saying, uh, I, I understand what you're saying. But the thing that bothers me isn't isn't the fact, like, that he said the Browns are going to get clapped. Like, whatever, have that opinion if you want. Maybe yeah. they do, maybe they don't. Um, we'll get into that later. But the thing that bothers me isn't, so it doesn't matter anyways yeah. that we lost. Because that part means, like, all right, we were going to get clapped anyways. You know what I mean? And, like... It, it 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 comes back to the fact that he probably doesn't believe in his own team either, and like that losing's not a big
0: deal for him. Yeah, like losing should matter for you. Here's here's my take on the Steelers. Well, first of all, I don't think he should be saying anything right now. Like like you guys made it a, a complete mockery out of yourselves. The fact that you're even still talking, it's like what are you doing? Like what? Like honestly, what are you doing? You got clapped by the Browns, and you go on Instagram Live the next day, and they're like, "Oh, well, it doesn't matter that we lost." Yes, it does matter that you lost. Yeah, it's your it's your 38 year old quarterback's potentially his
2: last run. Yeah, you've got uh, a good core group of guys that have been there a while that that enjoy playing the game, that like to win, and that know how to like go about their business. Say what you want about Ben Roethlisberger and his personal issues and all that. The guy leaves it on the field. We've seen him play through injuries. We've seen him like he he. On the field, he's about as good a leader as it gets. Yeah. And the fact that this is happening on his offense as well is just a big it's a big middle finger to the face of the veterans, I think. Whenever you yeah. see young guys talking like this, and like to me, those are the guys you don't want on your team. And those are the guys that have kind of been on the Steelers for a long time. Like you look at Le'Veon, you look at Antonio Brown, Claypool, Juju. These are guys that like it almost seems like they're worried more about their personal brand than they are yeah. about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. and for that reason, I'm out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, thank Mark Mark Cuban. No, it was uh, Kevin O'Leary, but uh, yeah, well, yeah. But um, here's my take on what the Pittsburgh Steelers were when the Steelers went 11 and 0. They were like the favorites, even though like the, the media never really like said they were the favorites. They were the 11 and 0 team. I think that going 11 and 0. In the minds of like Claypool and Juju, was like winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. And that after those 11 games, that's like the it was
2: losing, like scrimmages. Losing, never heard of her. Like those ta- <laughs> right. uh, tweets and
0: things like that. Like,
2: kid, <laughs> we've seen 16 and 0 teams losing the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> congratulations, you're winning in the regular season. That doesn't mean anything, absolutely nothing. And that's where, like, if you're a veteran on this team, like, you absolutely hate these guys. Mm hmm like you do. Yeah. And that's the crux of it. And what it all comes down to for me is Mike Tomlin. This is a guy that continually has shown a lack of discipline for his organization. His team's play undisciplined, they behave undisciplined, he acts undisciplined, right? And it all comes from the top down. So whether, you know, the 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 owner or whoever has to grab Mike Tomlin and say, "Look, if these are your core guys for the future, like we have to get this under control." Like we yeah. do. You know, and that's where that's where the Steelers scare me for the future. Like, if these are your leaders, then you guys are in
0: trouble because regular seasons aren't where you make your make your mark. Right, and like half of the regular season too. Like, you play sixteen games, and then they were in the playoffs when they went eleven and zero, pretty much. So, like, you're guaranteed at least one round in the playoffs, which is all they got this year. But. Right. Just the way that I've seen them handle themselves on social media, I think that after going 11-0, they're like, all right, that was our Super Bowl. And that they treated the rest of the games like scrimmages, like saying that losing to the Browns didn't matter. It's like, oh, you know, the Browns are going to get smacked next week, so it, it wouldn't have mattered either way. Like, what does that mean? Like, do you not believe in your team? I literally think they thought the season ended at 11-0. and 0, And that, who is Chase Claypool? Like, who is he? He went over 100 yards in one game. Like, why Why did he get signed to Jordan Brand? Why is everybody talking about, like, oh, Chase Claypool is the X factor? He is no X factor. He is as much an X factor as, um, I don't know, Nick Ferullo is at TBR. Like, I love Jeez. Ferullo. I love Ferullo, but he's not a, a big hitter, you know? Yes. Like, Chase Claypool like, like is... Christian. Like, <laughs> right. I, yeah, I didn't want to it with him sitting next to me, and Ferullo won't care. But I'm just saying, like, Ferullo plays an, an important role, but isn't one of, like, the top four. Just you know, based on like timing wise and like people who are like, you know, that we bring in for our podcast, Chase Claypool was not the top guy there. He had one game where he went over a hundred yards and the rest, he was like getting 40 receiving yards. That's not good. Like everybody was like on his hype train just because of all the TikTok, like, oh, you know, possibly rookie of the year, Canadian, like, oh, big Chase Claypool, like four touchdowns in one game, you know, TikTok, like he's not good. Like yeah, he's in NFL. Someone will say, "Oh, he's better than you'll ever be." It's like, well, okay, he should be. He's in the NFL, <laughs> but he's not the the player that everybody's making him out to be. And especially no, the way dude, he it handles. That's
2: not even the point, kid. Like it could be, it literally could be Jerry Rice saying it. It could be the greatest receiver of all time. It doesn't matter. The comment itself stands. You gotta right. you gotta separate the person from the comment, like. I mean, the athlete from in the production from the comment, right? Because that's where, like, we always in sports media, we do this, where we're like, all right, this guy's earned the right to say things. Absolutely not. I've never once agreed with that logic. Like, all right, so Tom Brady can come out and make a comment after the game, but if Baker Mayfield says the same thing, we say, well, Baker hasn't earned the right to say that. No, 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 not the point. The point is that these guys should all be allowed to say the same things and should kind of go about their business the same way and should receive the same amount of criticism regardless who says it. Yeah. So I don't care if Chase Claypool catches three balls a year or 103. It doesn't matter to me at all. I don't care if he's a Pro Bowl guy, an All-Pro guy, or undrafted. It doesn't matter. What
0: happened was they lost a the game. He didn't care. That's the problem. Yeah. Not who he is. Right, not the justification for the comment, more so the way he's carrying himself. He's carrying himself as if he is that top guy. And it's very evident that he's not. You're just like, you're, in my eyes, Chase Claypool's a nobody. Like, who yeah, are you? Yeah, but
2: again, though, that's, it doesn't matter. I don't, I, if Ben Roethlisberger said it, no, he's know, won two Super Bowls, he's one of the greats. More
0: about the fact that, like, he's just thinking like this. Right. That that, that it wouldn't matter. Like, his team, it would have, like, lost. Uh, he didn't say that outright, but saying that, oh, it didn't matter that we lost or whatever, or, like, all that, the, making all these stupid TikToks sure. like you're the guy, you know, like, he makes like Brady, Brady's. You know, Brady does those post game videos. Yeah, like the win. Yeah, like he does those, but like in TikTok version uh, mm-hmm. and like dances instead and stuff like that, which I don't subscribe to at all. But I just, I just don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Who is he to me? He's nobody to me. I don't think Chase Claypool is like anybody special, and I don't even think he garners us talking about him. I just wanted to ring him out for a few minutes. Because I think he is he's an no. absolute clown. Fair enough. We, we agree on that. Awesome. All right. The time is 2.45 p.m. We have two games this afternoon, two games tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, let's talk about him. Who we think is going to win, who we think is not going to win. All right. Yeah. All right, let's start with the first game of the day. Kicking off in about an hour, we've got Rams and Packers. Um, this one's interesting. I don't really know what I think about this game. There's a lot of, like... Like we said before and we were right when we were talking about the Seahawks was that the Rams have always been a team that are like underratedly like getting it done and we said that all season long. Like we didn't expect them when we heard their record like seven weeks in to be five and two. Like I think we all expected them to be like well below five hundred. They've just been quietly getting it done. Not a lot of people saw that Seahawks upset coming. I think you and I saw it from the get-go. I just I just thought the Rams were gonna be the better equipped team. They didn't even start Goff, but Goff came in and like pretty much got it done. Their defense had a lot to do with that win too. Yeah, their defense would have a lot to do with them winning this game today. But I just think that the Packers are are too explosive on offense, so I'm gonna take the Packers.
2: Yeah, I'll take the Packers too. Um, I'm probably gonna pick the Packers like with the spread too. Like if for those interested in that. Um, However, look at the the Rams are one of those organizations where like it, it wouldn't surprise me if they pulled one out. At any point. Right. Um, just because, not because of Jared Goff, not because of, you know, Cooper Cup or any of those guys, because of their defense is because of their coaching. I think Sean McVay's a bright young mind. Um, we saw him get to a Super Bowl in, what, his first or second season. Everybody was like, oh, my God, he's the boy wonder. Um, and then they kind of struggled for, like, a year or two, and now he's doing well again. And we see this with, like, young coaches where they win right away, people adjust to them, and then they, if they're smart enough and if they're legit, Find a way to overcome it and get to 10 and six somehow, which the Rams did. Yeah. And it would, despite injuries and whatever. Also, the player that interests me with the Rams, I think that their whole game revolves around this is Jalen Ramsey.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, that matchup between Devontae Adams and Jalen Ramsey is going to be one of the best matchups of the season. Yeah. Maybe the best. Um, we've seen. Jalen Ramsey, what he can do to DK Metcalf. I mean, I think we talked about it. The first two matchups, he had one catch for, what, 11 yards or 15 yards? In the
0: first two matchups,
2: yeah. Right, and then I don't really remember what he did in that playoff game, but he didn't go off. I know he had one touchdown reception, but it wasn't against Ram- Ramsey in that coverage. Um, so Jalen Ramsey has the ability to be a shutdown corner. It's whether or not he is tonight, and I mean today, and that is going to be the deciding factor of this game.
1: Is did you say Cooper Cup's out for the game, or is he? He's hurt, but I don't
0: know that he's um, playing, like out. But he is definitely. Um, uh, if he's out, he's I questionable. Mean, if he's right out, now. what? They have so questionable is probably if
1: Robert Woods and is that? I mean, that's basically um, Higby. The, the Reynolds kid. So <laughs> the, the yeah,
2: the injury report is questionable.
1: Okay. Well, I, I just don't think. I think defensively, obviously, that's where it's going to matter for them. But I think offensively, it's just too much to over. I mean, when you have. Aaron Rodgers on the opposite sideline. I mean, you have a guy with, I mean, arguably, probably not arguably at this point. I'd say he's, Devontae Adams, would you say he's the best receiver in the, in the National Football sure.
2: League? Sure. You're not going to, the thing is you
1: could get an argument, but he uh, has to be in your him, top, Stephon he has to be in your top Leander. three, yeah, right? So, and
2: I, so no I, matter what, it's a flip a coin at those guys, but right. yeah.
1: So it doesn't really matter. It, no. Anyway, arguably the best, and you have an offense with, Aaron Rodgers, um, I I just think in order to compete with that, you have to have someone better than, obviously, Jared Goff when he's healthy. And he has, what, pins in his thumb? He probably got those taken out. But, I mean, you don't really have a a quarterback that can match up. You don't have a receiving core that can match up. I mean, it's really all going to be on the defense. um, And I just don't think Jalen Ramsey and you know Aaron Donald, I, I just don't think, I don't think as a unit they're going to be able to contain that offense.
0: I think that there's a case to be made for the Rams, but where the Rams fall short is if you're going to try and go down that road of making the case, they just, when you stack it up category by category, they are just the worst team in this situation. They have the third worst ranked special teams unit, and if you're really going to try and make a case that that special teams is going to win you or lose you this game, then you can't really make a case for the Rams winning this game. Uh, I just think that the Packers. I've never are just, met anybody make a case on special teams. I just but think yeah. that the Packers are just a better team when you go down the list of like, all right, quarterbacks, they win. Well, they are, that's
2: why they're they the one seed, arguably the best team in football, right? Maybe besides, but I'm the Chiefs. saying
0: if you were trying to make a case for the Rams, we made a case for the Rams against the Seahawks, but like big difference. I don't see a case for the Rams. This no, game. I mean, like, wouldn't shock me if they pulled out some sort of freak no. upset. What but you I've need, got the
2: Packers. what you need is first of all, you need the Rams to get off. Cause cam Akers played well, like, let's be real cam Akers played well. Yeah. And the Rams, the way that they can win this game is if it's like a 17 to 10 game, yes. right. Yeah. Or like a, like a 13 to 10 game, like something stupid low, because that's the only way the Rams win this game. If this turns into a shootout, the Rams can't go punch for punch. I think we can all agree on that. Um, So they need it to be kind of a dogfight, defense, control the football, time of possession, all that, situational football. And for that to work, then special teams comes into into effect. But where you're going to have the problem with that is whether or not Aaron Rodgers can heat up, right? And if Aaron Rodgers heats up, then it's going to be a shootout. The thing is, though, Aaron Rodgers historically has been known as a sourpuss on the sidelines and somebody that when things aren't going well, really can throw in the towel and just tank. You know what I mean? To get somebody fired. Like, who Who knows with this guy? Yeah. So let's say the Rams go up, you know, 14-3 to 3 or 14-zip or something. Then I wouldn't be surprised if, if the Green Bay Packers just look like a shell of themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I think that the key for the Rams, if you are going to make the case, like, I know you said nobody's going to make the case, but, like, I'll just do it just for shits and gigs. But if you were going to make the case, they have to win. I mean, they have to win the first quarter or, like, be up ahead early. That's the only way they can't be chasing. They're not a come from behind type team.
0: We so. saw that against the Seahawks. The Seahawks kind of beat themselves in early in that game where Right. DK was throwing a tantrum on the sidelines. He and Russ were getting into it. They couldn't connect all day. It's going to need to be an off game for the Packers. Like the Rams can't win this game on talent alone because they don't have enough talent to win on talent alone. Well, First I, I, there, I, I also there. think I
1: think <laughs> it's also it's tougher for the Rams because this is not just a, like a. A joke of a defense.
2: I no, mean, this isn't your grandma's uh, Packers. No,
1: it's not like it's not like they're playing like the, you know I don't know what the the Raiders defense a few years ago or whatever when they, did, <laughs> they couldn't even get a pick. Um, no, I mean I'm looking at stats now. I know throwing stats around is kind of interesting, but uh, weeks one through nine, their pa- quarterback passer rating was 100. And, they allowed 106 and a half quarterback rating, and then the last. Uh, what seven weeks? They the rating is seventy six point nine. So they've cleaned it up. Um, in the past, you know, second half of the season, it's like now they're gonna be. I mean, they're not dominant, but against a team that is already not dominant as an offense, I just think it's like on top of, of Aaron Rodgers on yeah. the other end of the football. I just I don't. You're to get mad at me for
0: can... saying this, but but I'm gonna say it anyway. Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau in the playoffs. Is is a when he's on his game he's is a, a scary sight.
1: He's a lock.
2: Yeah, he's a lock. He has won Super Bowl and he's made it to the conference oh, championship a, lo- a few he's times. He's a lock
1: in this game. I'm not saying he's a lock, in, but same. I mean, and the. But,
2: I mean, have we seen Aaron Rodgers lose games before he's supposed to win? Yeah.
1: Oh sure. All I, the time. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, but I think because he's Aaron Rodgers. It's also, it's also the weather. I mean, it's going to be like a like. I mean, they're in LA. I know these guys like they play all around, but. Um, I think it, if it snows, obviously that's going to be a lot tougher for the Rams. Mm-hmm. I, I checked think the weather. Yeah, I mean adjust. the Rams
2: have the number one ranked defense in the league this season. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. The defense.
0: So, if they were to win this game, it would be on the shoulders of oh, the defense, yeah. a thousand percent. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so maybe my my comment. So you about the individual Aaron Donald. Right. You he, don't think Aaron they,
2: Donald hits Aaron Rodgers? You know, twice early, and all of a sudden, I mean, we I, look. At, that's always been my main crit- critique or criticism of Aaron Rodgers is that he gets scared in the pocket. That is the the biggest critique I could have of him. Yes, he's the most talented quarterback maybe I've ever seen, right? But I will never put him in my top 10. I will never put him in my top 20. I just don't think he has enough leadership. He's a good enough winner. I just don't see it. Like, talent, like you say, Brennan, talent alone doesn't get things done. So if he gets hit early twice or whatever, who knows with this guy? Like, he literally could... I, you know what? I decide halfway through the game. I want to get Matt Lafleur fired. Like we, he does that <laughs> shit. I'm serious. Yeah, I know. So I don't so, know.
1: Okay, so you're saying you just don't think the competitive edge of Aaron, so you're okay. You're saying, I'm taking
2: the Packers in the spread, and I'm taking the Packers to cool, win the game. I understand? That. I'm just making the case that like things could go south, right. dude. So like, if
1: you're if you're gonna bet on it, I think I mean absolutely, you're taking the Packers. But I do agree with that point that there are games. And it seems like it's year after year that this happens, that there are games that they should absolutely win and they end up losing. And it has nothing to do. And it doesn't actually mean that Aaron Rodgers had a terrible game because he doesn't always have a bad game. It just means like crunch time, like just doesn't come up with the play or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, I think Aaron Rodgers, I just think in this game, it's like, it's just too good an opportunity. Good. I I, I, I,
0: interject. PK Subban just like punched somebody mid play. You got to watch this. Turn around. Oh my! God. He just punched him while he had the puck. Whoa! He literally that should be him. like
2: either an injection. They called him for a hold. No, they got to get him a major there. That's was- they called
0: him for a hold. He literally just wound up and sucker. You guys stretching? Did. I told you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. I think across the board. So, um, what do you what do you
2: got for the what do you get for the final?
0: Um, let's say I'm gonna err on the side of the Packers have a good game and and you know Aaron Rodgers doesn't throw this one. I'm going to say, uh, I, I think they're going to run the score up 31-10, Packers.
1: Okay, so that's interesting. I literally was about to say 31-13. Okay. Um, that's I, that's very close. Um, yeah, I just don't think the, the Rams. Great minds think alike. Yeah, I just don't think the Rams are, like, offensively. Um, I mean, honestly, it could be, if anything, I think the, the Packers will score less because of the like Karp said, if
0: the Rams win this game, it's going to have to be like a 17-10 yeah, I game. don't think the Rams are going
1: to
2: Yeah, I like, I like 24-13, something like that,
0: yeah. Uh, pack. Yeah, I, I don't see it being a, sh- a shootout with like a 34-31 to 31 kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah, Packers across the board for all of us. Uh, yeah, next game. Uh, I believe it is the, the Bills and the Ravens tonight. Yeah. Yep, at 8 o'clock, Bills and Ravens. This one's really interesting. I'd like to hear you carp go first because no one was really expecting the Ravens to beat the Titans. I mean, I guess some people were, but uh, also another like on the uh, on the note of not liking disrespectful things happening. Shaking hands, yada yada yada. Lamar going to the locker room saying, "Oh no!" The, the, the quote was, "No disrespect. The Titans have a great team, but there was no reason for us to shake hands." So he it, that's basically saying like. No offense but I'm going to offend the shit out of you right now. No disrespects but here's the ultimate disrespect.
2: <laughs> My brother always says that stuff to me. He always goes, "All due respect, you look like shit." And it's like, that's it's like, not all due respect. No, yeah, exactly. He always it's, says that you stuff. You can't
0: just preface it by saying yes. like, "Oh, no offense, yeah, but no I hate offense, you." But you're yeah. stupid and I. Hate no, you. I get that. Uh, Lamar, so, Lamar, the funniest thing was I texted Karl when this happened when they that beat, is funny. So they stomp on the they stomp on the logo, which was people were saying like, "Oh, it was an eye for an eye." No it wasn't the Titans warm up at midfield before every game. So when they beat them in week 11, they warmed up on midfield. That's what started the fight between um, Harbaugh and um, Vrabel and Vrabel. Thank you. Uh, That's what started that fight in week 11 was the Titans were warming up on the Ravens logo. They weren't stomping on, they were warming up at midfield, like in a circle, like a stretch circle. So the Ravens, after Ryan Tannehill throws the worst ball I've ever seen a quarterback throw in the NFL's history. Uh, they all go and stomp on the logo, like stomp into the turf and are like taking chunks of turf out with their cleats. And then they were people like, Oh, I love it. Like this, you know, eye for an eye, I love it. Gave them a taste of their own medicine. It's like, not really. And then Lamar, as soon as the, the final whistle goes off, sprints to the locker room, doesn't look to shake hands with anybody, goes right to the locker room. And then I texted Carb and I said, that's a bad look for like for Lamar Jackson. Like, like, You should be out on the field as the starting quarterback, shaking hands with the team that you just competed for 60 minutes with. Right, And then he starts running back out. And I text Carv and I go, oh, good. Someone got in his ear and told him to get the fuck back out there because it's an awful look. And he only went back out just to do the interview. So, right no yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah he wasn't going back out to shake hands or, We all thought he was going right. back out to shake hands and then he just stops all and doesn't it here So
2: I'm going to I'm going to read off a series of numbers in a row Sure okay 24 44 30 27 34 26 48 38 56 27 okay. Those are the points that the Bills have scored okay in a row That's a lot of points there's one loss mixed in there okay and it was the 30 to 32 loss to the Cardinals um, in week 10. Oh, the Hail
0: Mary.
2: yeah, Right, Hail the Hail Murray. Murray. The Hail Murray. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the point is, Josh Allen this year, whether you want to say he's the difference, whether you want to say Stefan Diggs the difference, Cole Beasley is the difference, whatever. Um, they're a different offense this year. They're the, probably the number two offense in football, um, and they're going to put up points. I understand that the Ravens have probably the second best defense in football, maybe uh, top five, uh, yeah. for sure, top yeah. five. Top five. Um, but I know they were second in points allowed. Look, whether you want to say that the defense usually wins come playoff time. The other thing is, this was interesting. Earlier in the week, I I respect Lamar Jackson for saying this, at least. He said he didn't want to play in the snow. I don't know if you heard that. I didn't. Um, (laughs) It's rare that players will say, like, usually players would be like, hey, rain, rain, wind, whatever. Like, I'll meet (laughs) you there anytime, any place, any conditions. (laughs) Yeah, he was like, God, like, I hope it doesn't snow. Like, I, I've never played in the snow. Like, I've never seen snow. I don't know. He's from, like, Miami. Like, you played at Louisville. He's yeah, literally true. never played in the snow. That's a, that's a true statement. Never played in the snow. Yeah. So he said, I just hope it doesn't snow. I don't think it's going to snow. There was, like, a 40% chance. Good. Wait. Um, didn't, uh,
1: wasn't that. No. That Patriots game?
2: Like, he hasn't played in the snow. That was rain. He hasn't that played. Was, in.
1: That was snow. He that hasn't like, played in oh, snow. no, you're right. It was, right. It, was it was just like a I, know. Doubt
2: I wouldn't make a statement like he hasn't played in snow if he had played in snow. Well, well let's look <laughs> up to
1: confirm.
2: <laughs> no, he hasn't. But the point is, all right, so it's not going to snow. Um, Lamar Jackson, you, you have to turn him into a passer. You have to make him play quarterback to beat him. He's not good enough. Right. And for that reason, I will roll Bills. I love the Bills spread here. Two and a half. I think that's going to win. Um I like a final somewhere. Bills twenty-seven, you know, Ravens
0: twenty. Probably. So this is I said like this on the podcast, and I said this to Carp when we were at his house watching the game last. Sure. week About the Bills, they're playing the Colts, and I said, "Here is the issue with the Bills: is we don't know what this team is all about in the playoffs. They came out and won that game, but it was a it was a close game, and I think we all called it and said it was going to be closer than yeah thought. I think that having the one playoff win under their belt, not having to see right. the Titans in this game. I love the Bills for a Super Bowl run right here. Playing at home, they're allowing fans in the stadium. I'm taking the Bills by 14. I've got them winning 28-14. Very simple score. And
2: also, the the Bills win wasn't necessarily like... The fact that it was close wasn't that the... Bills played bad. It no, was the Colts played, played, played really well. Yes. And I was it wasn't like the Bills let that be a close right. game. You know what I mean? So it's not like oh the Bills didn't look too good. What like, they look fine. Is the Colts just
0: look good. What I'm saying is I've I've done kind of a 180 on the Bills where last podcast I said I don't know what they're about in the playoffs. I don't know if they have the legs. I think that playing the Ravens in this round, getting one playoff win under Josh Allen's belt really bodes well for and Super McDermott's. Bowl. And McDermott's. And McDermott's. Bodes really well for a Super Bowl push here, and so I am completely doing a 180 on Bills long-term, or not long-term, but playoff-wise, in these 2020-2021 playoffs. I'm completely doing a 180. Bills are my Super Bowl favorites
1: right now. I, I, I Put that
0: down. Red alert. Bills I don't are my Super think, Bowl I don't
1: favorites. think Josh Allen has shown us... Um, if you no, speak no, again no, I'm not gonna do I'm not going to say that. Clark knows how I you feel under, about Josh. You want You got to let me finish now, okay? What I was going to say is, I don't think he has shown us, like, at least from the first game in the playoffs, what he is capable. Like, meaning he's going to. Like, I think it's only going to get better from here. But I think, like, that first game, I think, yeah, okay, the Colts played their hearts out, and that was the best they're going to play. Like, they had no shot even though it was a close game, yeah. still. Um, but I think if Josh Allen like really turns it on, it's not going to be a close game. I think. All this- right,
2: so let me ask you a question then, Christian. Mm. Okay, Josh Allen in the first game threw for 324, two touchdowns, ran for 55 yards, and a touchdown. So he had three touchdowns, threw okay. for 320, and ran for 50 yards. If he does that again today, it's not a close game.
1: I think well, okay. So I said he didn't play. I okay. So he played well. Like I, I, I don't think he's had a game this season. I mean, sure, I'm, he's had games that are less, you know, that are worse than others. But yeah, it happens. I think, yeah, but I think he's pretty much almost every single game. I, he's usually in the three hundred mark. He's usually throwing yep. a lot of yards. Um, so I think that's something you can expect from him. Which yeah, that's a great performance. You throw three hundred yards. Yeah, um, but I like touchdown wise. I think. I think if he throws more touchdowns, like I think he's capable of throwing like a lot more touchdowns than he did in that uh, last game. I think it's not his fault that that game was really close, but it's also not not his like he could he could have could have broken away, um, and there were opportunities to do that. I understand, and I think like yes, he played a good game, but, but he
2: right and on that same page, he could have lost him the game too because sure. that's that's the quarterback position. Yeah. Right? Like, we've seen it. Like, guys lose their team games. He didn't do that. Yes, he didn't smoke them. He didn't run out there and throw no, 500 and win by 40. Smoke well, we Christian's saying, yeah. I, I get what Christian's saying. You're saying that, like, you, if he wants to establish himself who, yeah. as, like, one of the guys, he has yeah. to have one of those games.
1: It, 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 I mean, it's, it's less about, like, him being the guy. Like, I think you do that over and over again, like, you're going to get a lot of credit. like. Yeah. You, but I'm saying, I think, like, he is a good enough player where he could put up four touchdowns and 400 yards. Well, like. And I, yeah. I, and I think that, like, I think that's what we're going to say. Maybe and not today. I hope it, they
2: don't force think, it. Right, it shouldn't be forced.
1: No, no, I don't think that. I, but I think, like, you let that guy have free reign, it's not going to be a long period of time before he goes absolutely off. Um, I just think that's the, the player he is. And then on the other side you have Lamar Jackson who unbelievable when he runs the ball out of the pocket. Um yeah, he's a great he can, running back. And he can make throws when he needs to, but he really doesn't like... you can tell he's not as comfortable doing that. Um and that's a huge issue especially when you're a quarterback and you're I mean, you just can't Did run. you
2: Did you see the post by NFL today where they posted it was Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson said they like with their both their Instagram like things that said they both like drop dimes
0: like left and right. I've never seen Lamar Jackson drop a dime.
2: That's what I was saying, but like even though like (laughs) and they showed like they showed like one highlight of like them both throwing like a good pass. And I was like, yeah like wide receivers do that every now and then too. Like Jacoby (laughs) Jacoby Myers has also (laughs) thrown a dime. I'm a bi- you know, this
0: card. But I'm a big anti-Lamar, anti-Ravens offense. I don't think that like it, it's a successfully run offense. I think that the Titans beat themselves more than the Ravens yeah, uh, beat them. Yes, Bills are in a great spot in this game. I said it already. Bills by fourteen. But on the Kid- Josh Allen thing, okay, I'm a big believer in like a playoff win is a playoff win. Like when you get to the playoffs, like you do all that you can to win. Yeah, no we can shit. we can sit here and play Monday morning quarterback and say like Josh Allen didn't show us enough and like he really needs to prove himself. But hey, they won one playoff game, three more to go, and their Super Bowl champions. If bless they can win, bless you. If they can win games by any means necessary for the next three, you know, weeks—not weeks because there's a two-week break before the Super Bowl—for the next three games, let's say they make it to the Super Bowl, a win is a win. I don't care how Josh Allen plays. Yeah, he's going to need to play well, but if he plays like you said, like he played against the Colts, don't we lose have, your team. The game, we have no issue. Yeah, right. We have um, no issue.
1: I-, I also think the thing with uh, now, I'm not talking about Josh Allen. I'm talking about Lamar Jackson. Like Lamar Jackson. Those passes that they throw where he's like going deep, and they're like, oh man, this guy can sling it. Like, he's got a he's got a deep threat wide receiver in Marquise Brown. Like a guy that literally runs go routes. And every time that like those they they show him, and every single time, it's like Marquise Brown, like wide open. Like, and I'm sure he can make those throws, but it it, is like consistently no.
2: Right. And it's because the only time that you see that, it's never him you know, weaving a ball into tough coverage. Like you said, it's always a broken coverage play, and that's because of the threat on the ground and whether or not teams bite on that play action. Like, that's it. Um, the other thing is, the only time I would give the Ravens a chance in this game, like I said, I'm taking the Bills. I'm taking the Bills with the spread. Um, that's two favorites for me thus far, which is rare. But the only way that I would even remotely give the Ravens a shot here is, I actually think Harbaugh's a good coach. I am not a Michigan Harbaugh guy. I am a very big Ravens Harbaugh guy. I don't know why. Um, I like his special teams background. Like the fact that he's just kind of like a gamer. Um, I think he's tough. I think his teams always play tough, whether or not you like this Ravens team or not. I know Brennan doesn't. But I mean, they at one point were six and two, five and one, six and two, and then got to like six and five. Like things look bad. You know what I mean? And then they finish the season 11 and 5. So, like, Harbaugh knows how to get his teams to play and, like, rally. And, like, that type of adversity, when you see that happen early in the season and then, you know, kind of stabilize and right the ship for later on and get the team to kind of, you know, go into the playoffs with momentum, with an identity, that's when teams are tough. Like, you'd much rather see that struggle when they were 6 and 5 than when they were 11 and 0, like the Steelers. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And so, like I, that that's where I would have some confidence in the Ravens and the fact that like they've already seen their adversity, they know how to deal with it. So, like if they go down, you know, thirteen, I mean fourteen zip or something right away, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't count them out. They're still a team that knows what it's like to battle back.
1: I'm taking um, the Bills in this one. Okay. And a high scoring affair. Uh, I'm going to say 38 to 24. I think it's going to be. I mean, yeah, same same difference between yours. I just think there's going to be, I don't know, I just think the offense is going to explode a little more for, for probably both teams, um, which is kind of a bigger risk for the sure. Ravens. But I think, like, Lamar Jackson will step up somewhat, at least, in, mm-hmm. in this game. I think he, I mean, he's not, he's an MVP for a reason. He made plays, and he can make plays, um, so.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I agree with that. I, I... Like I said a few seconds ago, Bill's Super Bowl favorites in my opinion right yeah, now. I, I think they I think they I think they play a good game today. Um it, it, it really just it's not one of those games where it depends on, you know, someone's performance. I just think the Bills get it. How about how about Lamar
2: Jackson's career in the playoffs? He has four fumbles, okay, one rushing touchdown, four fumbles, and I think it's Hold on, I'm looking now. Three passing touchdowns and four interceptions. So he has four touchdowns and eight turnovers in his yeah. career in the playoffs. Sick ratio guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. So like <laughs> we'll see. I mean, we'll see. That's That's where
0: I'll. Yeah. Get it. So we're all we all got bills. Yes. Yeah. All right. Roll the bills. All right. Next game. We're headed on to Sunday now. Browns and Chiefs, four fifteen or three oh five, some weird kickoff time in like the middle of the afternoon. Um hot take. This Browns team reminds me of the Titans last year. I think they're gonna beat the Chiefs. Stupid as stupid as it is, the pick'em doesn't yeah, matter anymore. Yes. The pick'em <laughs> doesn't matter Sounds anymore. Dumb. This it, so me picking the the Browns this game really has no implications on like my no I know but standards. Brennan
2: don't just take them because like oh my God look I'm the guy that took the Browns no like, I'm take not, them because like, like you think they're gonna win
0: I think they're gonna win right okay but I'm saying like, so
2: don't do it because like the pickem's over I'm like, saying do it because the pick, you think if they're the gonna pickem
0: pick was going on you should I would. still take the Browns no <laughs>
2: then why <What>? because if <laughs> you I was matching up what
0: I would mean? no, do was I'd match against Seth to make sure I didn't
2: get let's say let's say Seth didn't pick this week. And the pickem was still going on. Let's say you had the lead and the pickem was still going I'd on. I'd
0: pick the Browns. Okay.
1: I think. I think.
0: But if like I would pick if I was down bad in the pickem and we set. Okay, and I you were both you picking, were you were tied in the pickem. I would pick what Seth would pick. I think as a strategy <laughs> to not lose ground on him, even if I didn't believe the old Chris him. Conley. I don't want to lose by too much system.
1: <laughs> as hard Listen, as the Chiefs are going to try and lose this at some points, I feel like the Chiefs—they're like in game like. Especially, I know with the Raiders, a few times this season, they were in games that they like should have just blown the team out. Especially with the skill they have. Who you ta- you're
2: talking about the Chiefs, yeah. I'm talking okay. about the Chiefs.
1: I think as hard as they might like screw up in this game at, at certain points, I don't think they lose it. I mean, when it comes down to the AFC Championship, I think it's a different story. But I think the Browns haven't shown enough. Like, yes, they've they've exceeded. You're expectations. a big like
0: show guy. You, you want people to show you stuff before you... Uh, yeah,
1: I mean, need to see you it. to <laughs> well, see it before. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, that's not all... I mean, true. Like, I believe, I believe in, like, their ability and stuff. So, like, if I see it and I'm like, okay, like, I, I've seen it before, you know. Sure, people can have, like, games that they go off and, like, they do really, really well. I mean, the Chiefs are always expected to do that. Um, yep. And I think the Browns aren't always expected, but now people are kind of jumping on that. But I, I still think... The Browns have shown stuff during the regular season. I'm, not stuff. They've shown... St- Flashes. Yeah, right. They've had success, and they've done they've done well. But I think in order for them to win that game, they're going to need, I mean, like a someone... Sorry, Baker Mayfield, as much as, like, you know what? Baker time. Like, yeah, man. Walk on. <laughs> love that. Like, good man. You know? I just... Well, I don't think... There was, like, a stretch of, what, four games where he threw, like, one touchdown. Like, he has not... He has, I think it said something like he has 14 touchdown passes in the last nine games, which isn't all that good.
2: He also has the least amount of picks of any quarterback remaining in the last nine games.
1: But I also think so
2: the least amount a, of turnovers. Did you know that? I didn't even look at the stat when I said
1: it. It's going <laughs> to be an offensive <laughs> game though. Like it, like in order to beat the Chiefs, you have to like it's not going to be about the. I mean, yes, sure. I agree. I agree with you. Yes. You're gonna need to throw a touchdown.
0: Uh, I think this Browns defense is going to surprise you. Denzel Ward has not allowed more than 80 plus yards in a game in five years. Denzel in, Ward in a game, uh, <laughs> going back to his college career. Uh, I think the Browns are going to surprise you. Baker Mayfield. Back in I, high
2: school, he allowed 106 games <laughs> in state championship. So I don't know what you're talking about.
0: 100. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying that this, I think this Browns team is going to surprise everybody. I feel good about them in this spot. I think Baker Mayfield. Another one of those like silently been getting it done. I think everybody wrote Baker Mayfield off during his sophomore slump. Hey, listen, he was the quarterback who brought the Browns back to the playoffs for the first time since 2002 and got them their first playoff win since 1994. Yes, Carp, You're going to say, oh, well, it was a completely different team in 1994, obviously, but hey, when you're an organization that goes that long without being in the playoffs, the guy that brings you there, and Stefanski has a lot to do with it too, deserves a lot of respect. I like what Baker Mayfield's doing. I like the Browns in this one by three. Okay. Tw- 27 to 24 Browns. So then
2: I want to be here and witness when you take the money line. Actually, that's tomorrow's game, but I want to see you. You're going to screenshot me that you took the money line. I'll take it right now. I mean, okay. so you're,
1: you're, you're saying you're kind of crediting a lot to Baker Mayfield you uh, Yeah, because
0: like, he is the quarterback of
1: the team. Well, okay, yes, the quarterback obviously deserves a lot of the attention and respect, yes, but I think the reason they're in the playoffs is, all, like, there are a lot of reasons. It is not like, I don't even no, think I, Baker Mayfield is, like, Baker Mayfield's a part of it, but I don't well, think he's, like, like
0: he's not a I, bigger part of it than Okay, well I disagree 100%. Baker Mayfield had the highest QBR of a quarterback in any wild card game in NFL history when he played against the Steelers. Whee! Baker Mayfield <laughs> has the most games with a PFF ranking of 90 plus All alongside right. Pat Mahomes, his opponent, and Aaron Rodgers. But you're saying like, "Oh, Baker Mayfield's like good." Look at the numbers. Like he is literally breaking records. I said the reason his name. Is, yes, but like in the you can't
1: playoffs,
0: sit. The reason there. There re- the reason they in he the He has the to show him something. Baker I don't. Mayfield. Has <laughs> okay. he shown you anything yet? <laughs> no. I'm looking, yeah, yeah, i Look at when you're. I, I still haven't said anything I mean, about this game yet. Well, so oh, no, hold on. All well, right. I don't wait, want wait, you to wait, sit wait. here and say that Baker Mayfield isn't the reason. Baker Mayfield is a 1,000. Uh. Odell goes down, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. and this team makes the playoffs wow. for the oh first my God. time oh my in my lifetime. <laughs> oh, my okay, God.
1: Brendan, this is what I you said. You can't. This
0: Odell is, wh- is Oh, my won. God. What are you <laughs> doing? And you can't tell me that it wasn't Baker Mayfield. Who was it then? Rashad Peoples-Jones or whatever his name well, I'll is? I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> I think okay, I'm going to finish they this got podcast a <laughs> <laughs> It they got Freddie
1: Kitchens out of there. I'll tell you. It, okay, I did not <laughs> Hugh say. Huge I did not say. I'm holding you down. He's just holding me. I did not say. Okay, that Baker Mayfield wasn't a part of it. I didn't say
0: that. You didn't. He hasn't shown. <laughs> I, he hasn't
2: shown uh, it. Yet.
1: I didn't. You said say he's that no. Your exact words, Christian. Reason. Your
2: exact words were: Baker Mayfield is a part of it. That's how you said True. it. Right. In that ex-
1: he is a part of it. He is a part of it. But he's not. I don't think he is. Like, like Brendan's like glorifying him as the uh, reason. I, because I don't, he's
0: putting up numbers alongside Pat Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. So that is I just, think a player
1: because um, a QB rating. Not
0: really, Brendan. I mean, look at okay, number yardage wise, no. Yeah, but the or, fact man, that his, his QBR and his PFF ranking, yes. When you like you can't No, no, don't ranking, all write me on that. If you're No, alongside no. PFF the rankings have been
2: flawed before. Is it flawed for Pat Mahomes? Is it
0: flawed for Aaron Rodgers? They Rogers? ranked
2: they ranked Joe Flacco 2 in 2011. like eleven. So like okay, I, Joe it. Flacco
0: used to be really good back. No, then. but
2: he wait, wasn't wait, the second wait, best quarterback wait. in football. All I'm saying is things like that happen. Listen,
0: when you when okay, you land is alongside, alongside Aaron, Aaron Rodgers and Pat Mahomes. I would like to talk you about cannot the be discredited.
2: Right. I think again, I'll take the Chiefs in this game. I think that the Chiefs. The thing with the Chiefs is they literally only need one quarter. Like they they can put up twenty eight and a quarter in in. F- without blinking. Um, I could care less about, like, the Browns. Couldn't I, I like less. the Browns. But it's, it's couldn't care less. No, I could care less, because I, oh, so I do care oh, a I've little. I do care a little. i never heard that yes. before. Yes. <laughs> I could care less. Like, I care a little, but, like, I don't... I don't... I couldn't care more. You know? I care the appropriate amount about the Browns, which is way less than you care about the Browns, obviously, considering,
0: you're, like, touching yourself to them. But... Yeah. Oh my God, Baker! Oh. Well, d- well, the you're next Joe Montana. Giving me a better argument than you are. You're like he hasn't shown really? me anything. I
1: didn't. What okay. does that mean? No, no.
0: <laughs> Kid, there's a lot of players. They're all like 25 years
2: old in the first in the in the AFC. Like they, they haven't Isn't shown he anybody the anything. Quarterback. Do to, <laughs> <pick> yeah. You, <laughs> do you want me to meet somewhere in the
1: middle? Because you're literally saying. No, I don't want you to. Just similar give me numbers something. between. You
0: yeah, do do no, something you something did call him like it. an
2: all-time great like a minute ago. Yeah, I said in the
0: in the 2020 season. Okay. In the 2020 season, top five.
1: Okay, but you're saying, I'm not even going to go on that. I, I'm what, just saying. Who's
0: better, name me your five.
1: My five? Yeah.
0: Better okay, quarterback? Pat, Wait, you think yeah. there's five? Of yeah. this season. Patrick this Mahomes. Yes, yes. Yeah. Deshaun Holmes, Watson. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady. Deshaun Watson. Tom Brady. Baker or Josh Allen? Russell Wilson. Josh six. Allen. Are you? Russell oh, Wilson. No, no, yeah. no. Yeah. No. No. Josh
1: Allen is 100% above Baker Mayfield. Okay, That's so top, top,
0: top six. Well, there really aren't that
1: many good quarterbacks, honestly, when you think about it. Um, I mean, there are steady ones. Deshaun
2: Watson, Brady, Mahomes, Allen. I take Justin Herbert over him. I take Aaron Rodgers over him. Russell Wilson. That's seven. That's seven. At least seven. Tannehill. I take Tannehill over him. That's eight.
1: Absolutely.
2: I take eight guys before. Listen, I think
1: I think Baker Mayfield. Sure. Again, from what he's shown, you saying that he has the numbers similar to Patrick Mahomes? That's ludicrous. Ludicrous! It's ludicrous. Second of all, okay, I did not say okay that he hasn't shown anything, um, because he has shown something. He has shown that okay he can win football games, and and I think yes he's a part of it. I think the they got uh, you know a better defense with you know they got Denzel Ward, they got Freddie Kitchens out of there. Um, I think they got obviously the receivers had another year um, with. I think he's just more comfortable with his receivers, so I think that helps as well. Um, I think this offense is just like. Now that the expectations were, I mean, because you remember last year when they had OBJ and all them, and everybody was like, oh, my God, they're going to do so well. It was like it was almost like they just couldn't handle that pressure. Like, um, they just ex- expectations were so high for them last year, and now this year I think it kind of settled down, and they just kind of surprised people. But, um, no, I'm still taking the Chiefs in this one. I, I, I have a feeling it's going to be a higher scoring game for some reason, but I think it will be close. I'm going to take Chiefs 38-35.
2: Yeah, I'll go Chiefs. I'll go Chiefs 30. I like 30. I like 38. I'll go 42. Um just to switch it up. Chiefs 42, Browns 24. All
0: right. Yeah. That's a big spread. Um I said Browns 27, Chiefs 20. All right. So the last game is Bucks Saints. Yeah, I'm interested to hear what you're saying on this because like I I know I don't know where you fall in terms of this matchup.
2: No, the matchup favors the Saints. The Saints are a much better football so team. So you're going
0: to pick the Saints? No, I'm going to
2: take the, the Bucs. Okay. Brady doesn't lose the same team three times. I love times. that. I love that. He might. Uh,
0: Could happen. Yeah, I brought I'm gonna that the, I'm going to take the Bucs. A lot of people were talking about this, about how they've played each other. This you, can't, you can't matchup. say
2: that the matchup doesn't favor the Saints. Oh, because it's a thousand percent. Just because a matchup favors one team one way or the other. Uh, like, historically, yeah, whatever. But, like... Kid, I it, one game playoffs, one game—that all it takes. It, I, I, I do. I, I think that I just i have never bet against Tom Brady. I've never placed a bet against Tom Brady, and I'm not going to start now. So.
1: Um, Bucks. I think it has less to do with like. Okay, yeah, I want to see Tom Brady. Like, I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, Tom Brady abandoned the." Some people do that. I don't. He didn't not, though. They—they they abandoned yeah. him. Yeah, huge okay. difference. Whatever. I still yeah, want. Yeah. I still want Tom Brady to succeed. But it has nothing to do with that. I think Tom Brady is such a clutch player. And again...
2: Tom showing, Brady's a clutch?
1: I wasn't trying to do it like that. I was just saying he is clutch. Everybody Show knows me
2: that. something. You've been in the league has. So years. So Brady hasn't shown me no, too much yet. That's not so what I, I, said. Oh I, saying, I said. I
1: said, I said uh, again, with the showing me something, that's a guy that has shown... Some I mean he so he's three. shown
2: more people anything than any athlete ever. <laughs> Obviously like See, You know you know look you here, have, wait hold on guys, no 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 wait he's so a hold on no, Christian God. Christian I was with you Hold on I was with you for a <laughs> long time. No, we'll let you speak plenty much more than most guests. But <laughs> (laughs) You, you, I was with you a lot. Like, yeah, these guys haven't had playoff production before. I get it. But, like, you bring in Brady and you're like, this guy's shown me something. Like, no shit. But if your measurement for, like, guys that have shown you something were Tom Brady, then nobody's ever shown you anything ever. Because if that's the guy that's shown you something, then nobody else is even close.
1: Well, that's not even my my argument is that, okay, he's been here so many times before. Right. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Okay, everybody knows that. I'm not trying to, like... I'm saying he's been here so many times before that, like it. Right, it's hard it, to bet against him. Like yes. it's almost impossible to bet against him. I mean, there are people that are like, "Oh, well, you know, the Saints are favored." So, no, I think Drew Brees is an excellent quarterback. I don't think he's been excellent this season. I think he's had no, he's injured. And, yeah, yeah. So he's had all that, and, and Michael Thomas is a shell of himself. Um, and I just think, right now, as it looks to me, I think Tom Brady, with all the weapons he has. I just, I like the Bucks in this game. I do.
0: Brennan, your thoughts? Uh, so, yeah, like I was going down this road. A lot of people have been saying, you know, this is, it, it, that, you know, the Saints aren't going to lose, uh, the, rather the Bucs aren't going to lose to the Saints three times in the same season. And everybody's saying, like, you know, uh, teams that play each other three times in the same season, you know, what are the odds that, you know, the same team wins all three games? Well, it's different in football. It's different in football. In recent history, this has actually happened quite a lot. Um, and the team that won the two regular season games has won the vast majority, well over 80% of the matchups that they meet in yeah. the playoffs. That being said, I see what both of you are saying, that Brady Brady is Brady, and Brady is a winner in the playoffs, and that he thrives in this type of environment. He especially thrives when people are counting him out. That is That is probably one of his best skill sets is, no, mat- no matter how good and how much Tom Brady's accomplished, people still love to count him out for some reason. But I am also a realist, and I see what this Saints offense is, is about. I see what their defense is about. And matching them up against the Bucks, I don't see a way that the Buccaneers can win this game on the road against this Saints team. I'm going to pick the Saints, well, and I'm going to pick the Saints 28-13. Does on-the-road well, on the
1: matter, though? Yes. W- with... No fans? You're
0: not in Raymond James with your own fans. I feel like I, the oh, Bucks they? would be a little bit more favored if they were at home.
1: Well, yeah. how many fans, do they have full capacity? They don't have full, well, obviously Nobody they don't. has full capacity. The
0: thing the is, Brendan, I, I kind of agree with you yeah. on the on the fact that, like... If they're playing this game it, at Raymond James, I'm taking the Bucs because the Raymond James allows fans and they're at home. When it comes to, like,
2: it's hard to beat a team three times, yeah, I said it earlier, but I don't really agree with what I said because, like, it's not a basketball series or a baseball series where like that's different in football teams, beat teams multiple times because they're just the better team. Like in baseball, there's a lot more variables that happen. Like the, the, talent is so much more prevalent in a football game where like the better team, if they're really that much better, yeah, they're going to beat them three times. You know what I mean? Again though, that's not, so my logic for picking the Bucks isn't because they've lost twice. No, I know. Yeah. You know what I mean? That'd be my logic for picking against the Bucks. Yeah. Um, my logic for picking the Bucks is simply my love for Tom Brady. Yeah. Like, I, I can't pick no, that's against the enough. guy. I,
0: that's my logic for picking against them, but also I just think the Saints are, are – the, they outweigh the Bucks. Yeah,
2: I don't think that the thing with your prediction is, I don't think the Bucks are going to put up 13. I know that they haven't scored against the Saints. Like, I get that. Yeah. Um, but I think that they're a different offense now, adding AB. Like, AB has shown some production lately. Gronk's kind of shown some production. And, and they've shown that Gronk doesn't have to catch the ball to be productive. You know what I mean? Like, he can just, he, he sat there on Chase Young all game last yeah. week. Um, I, I, I like the Bucks. I like them. Twenty-seven, twenty-four.
0: Listen, this is taking a page out of the Christian Willette playbook. The Bucks literally Showing this season something. haven't shown me that mm-hmm. they can score against the Saints, and and they have not played well against the Saints. Granted, the first game was Brady's first game as a Buccaneer. That offense just didn't click. Let me add at all. So if you want to count that game, right. you can. I'm going to, but they just, I don't think their offense. Let me shows pose up a question on for. Let me pose a question for both of you. Bruins on a breakaway. No. No goal.
2: Let me pose a que- <laughs> let me pose a question for both of you. If the Bucks get up ahead of the Saints to the point where the Saints have to have to throw themselves back into the game,
0: can Drew Brees still well, do Drew that? Drew Brees can't throw the ball more than 6 yards. So, so. they can't
2: pass their way back into the game. Yeah, so their
0: I mean, you, so the you, way that they win the game would be to have offense. the lead and then dominate yes, Drew time. Brees does play offense? Yes.
1: No, no, no. He oh <laughs> no, 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 was
0: talking about the offense, no, right? I, I said,
1: I said you were talking about the offense earlier about like how you were like, oh, their offense is good. They are they good. They are good. They bad.
0: are good. They're balanced. They're balanced. They take. run the offense in a way where they don't like what Carp's saying. They don't throw the ball It's like the old Kansas City Chiefs offenses with Alex Smith. That's what it looks like to me. They don't need to throw the ball 30 yards down the field every play. They're not a high-flying pass offense. They are talented enough. At the running the, back position, and, and, they can and get the their wide guys receiver in, position, yeah, just get their guys in space, kind of, and yeah, the, they play. do that very well. What Carb's saying is that if they, like you, that if offense, they fall behind, do you trust the Saints to come back? Is my question. I trust them to come come back and make it a game, but not by throwing the ball. I think Alvin Kamara, right. like, but like we dude, said, we've seen it. it Listen,
2: up. we've seen it before. Teams that fall behind, you can't run. Derrick Henry, run. you can't run your way back into the game no matter how good the running back okay, is. Okay, I
0: think they can pass their way back in the game, but I don't think if they were to change their offense and go high-flying, like just you know slinging the ball down the yeah, field, I just that's don't think where, that's has where that. they're in a hole and they're just digging themselves a deeper hole. I just don't think, think Breeze has that ability anymore. I love anymore. the little out-routes to Alvin Kamara and just let him just run. I think that's like beautiful. What do you mean?
1: Well, no, Last season, he was like an MVP candidate.
2: Breeze. I yeah. Also But he's he's also injured. He's also forty two. No ribs. He <laughs> you know, is that, is actually he's forty one. I think 40, 41. He you know mm. his, his, yeah. His ribs are all busted. His hands are busted. He 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 looks like all of a sudden he's throwing the ball like Philip Rivers, kind of like shot putty, short yeah. arm. So it's but he just looks different. And yeah, it's the injury and it's yeah. the age and it's all that. I Not like everybody, everybody I have ages never as well as Brady. Like I said, I have never bet against Tom Brady. I've never rooted against. Drew Brees, if that makes sense, but this yeah. week's the first for me. So, um,
0: yeah, I mean, I I like the Saints in this spot. I like the Saints coming out of the NFC. Uh, they win this game, and I think we're having a really different conversation about the if the Saints win this game about how the NFC fair you know, enough. Gonna fair enough. I'm, I I don't I don't see the Bucks putting up more than thirteen in this game. To be dead honest with you, okay. I, I don't.
2: Good. I, I just know. don't
0: and that's a gut feeling thing that's not me like I can't pull you a statistic like those first two games yeah but like I said earlier everybody can make the argument that like well Brady's first game the season opener like is that really indicative of how the rest of the Bucks season went no so I can't pull you a stat this is a simple gut feeling and gut feeling okay. works a lot for Brandon Lillard so in- I don't see the Bucks putting up a lot of points in this one
2: Christian, I think you were going to say something.
0: I don't want to just change want, the subject real quick. I just but, wanted to
1: quickly yeah. say my my pick. Um, it's the Buccaneers. I'm going to go twenty-one seventeen. Okay. Uh, not,
2: yeah. I, I like um <laughs> the reason I like the Bucks too. Another reason is I know this sounds weird, but like we've talked about with matchups, while well, I think that the Bucks uh, the Saints match up better against the Bucks, and the Bucks match up against the Saints. I think that the Bucs match up better against the Green Bay Packers than the Saints match up better against the Green Bay Packers, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think that the Bucs play the Packers better than the Saints play the Packers. Because they beat them earlier this year, yeah. Not even that. I just think that they can they can go almost blow for blow with them offensively um, okay. in that game if that turns into a shootout. And I'd like to see that game. I'd like to see Brady and Rodgers, too. More than Drew, Drew Brees and Rodgers, which I know sounds weird, but yeah.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Um, I'd... Just- the, there's just no chance I'm picking against the, against the Saints. I think if there's any year that. That they have a shot. I mean, this is pretty. Oh, much. Also, I want to talk about well, it's Drew Brees' last year. So. Yeah, I, I
1: think last year would have been there. Like, no, no, I agree. But playing, that's I'm the. Like,
2: I mean, it's the past. But like, we can talk about like their chance in the future. I guess. And no, like, this, is their, this is their. This is their last, last shot. shot. Oh, I thought yeah. you were yeah. saying
1: like this is their. Best no, not shot.
0: like looking at the last ten years. I, I think he means like this is their best, I'm best I'm shot like, in the next five-year window. Given that since they haven't won with the this is we talk real quick about these. Brees is gone. We
2: talk real quick about these two coaches. I'm just not a fan of either of these coaches. Like well, Sean, everyone Payton's at
0: TBR knows that we hate Bruce. Arians. St-
2: Sean Payton and Bruce Arians, th- this is like the douchebag bowl here. Like it really is. They're both like, f- kind of in my mind, like fraud offensive guys. Like, oh my god, I'm the offensive guru. Okay, you've had Drew Brees for 15, 18 years, and all right, Bruce, like, you're really not. Like, <laughs> I don't know. What have you done? Arians hasn't shown me anything.
1: Well, he just got.
2: He hasn't shown me. Sad. Yeah, he hasn't shown me anything exactly. Um, I'm just not I, like I don't like these coaches either, but whatever.
0: No, yeah, fair yeah. enough. So, uh Bucks, Bucks Saints is is what I'm hearing from the
2: three of us. Yeah, so real quick go through your picks. You were not scores, just
1: picks. You um, were
0: Packers, Bills, Browns, Saints. What were you, Christian?
1: Packers, Bills, Chiefs, Bucks.
2: Yeah, I'm the same as Christian. Packers, Bills, Chiefs, Bucks. All right. Yeah. All right, All right, we'll, we'll see what we'll happens. circle back and see, do hopefully. We, do we
1: have our picks, or do did we, did we write them down, or we just...
2: Uh, well, know. we we said them. <laughs> we <laughs> said them, <laughs> I, and I oftentimes... What, I, often, what you going to forget you
0: what you picked? Oh, no. oh, oh, Damn, with the second oh, left. One, one, left. one second what are you left, do? the Bruins <laughs> lose. <laughs> All right. Can we challenge it for offsides, perhaps? OT, no, so so we, we
2: already it. used the challenge.
0: Yeah, we're still undefeated, so nice. Um undefeated (laughs) i mean we've been defeated mentally but we don't have a loss yet and we've kind of lost (laughs) (laughs) all right (laughs) all right that's pretty much all i've got i mean we're gonna do obviously like as the picks roll in we'll notify you guys on the instagram and do another podcast episode recapping all of it but that's all i've got likewise Likewise, it was
1: good to be here, guys. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Let me say something real quick. Uh, Thanks to Christian for showing up. Like I said, and Brennan said, I'm very big on ratings. And when you need a shit, when you need ratings, you know, Rachel. When you need ratings and struggling, Rachel gets pregnant, or you know, you need ratings (laughs) and you know, Michael and Jan get back together in Bahamas. Like things happen, you know. So we needed ratings. We brought back
0: Christian. That's what happened Not not that we haven't like our podcast been doing very well, actually.
1: But it would be doing better. Yeah. No, I get. But
0: not as well as when christian's here
1: <laughs> is the be, point it could be doing a lot better if i was <laughs> here regularly
2: but. right sure let me talk oh you've talked enough for a guest that was kind of a dick move huh i mean that in that yeah. way i just i said well, it well i didn't talk
1: for the whole i didn't i only talked for the picks. so i, yeah, I, that's I true. Just, i've been the, the sound guy for a good
0: time. yeah he, he was producing this show but uh but yeah thank you, uh, <laughs> mr producer thank you all so much for uh for listening you know happy mlk weekend i uh, hope you all have a great long weekend it is the two year anniversary of TBR Sports coming up, so just celebrate that and uh watch some football, please. Just do it. Get out there. And yeah, watch Michael football. Lynch, turn on a football game for Christ's oh, sake. Can I just say this at the oh, end no, really no, quickly? No, no, I have no, this in no. my notes. Don't be mean to Lynch. Michael Lynch plays no. fantasy hockey. I think that's the softest thing I've ever heard in my life. Why? Usually.
2: We've all played <laughs> hockey to, like, before. I know, but like it. we're
0: matured now. Fantasy hockey. People play it. I think that's so He's awesome. he's all about hockey. Look at look at he's look. He's our my NHL thing, correspondent. My thing with
2: Lynch isn't that he loves hockey that much. Like guys like hockey it's like that he much. favors it over better things. No, not even <laughs> that. Like you can be a big like I favor baseball over some sports like that maybe are more popular, but like when it comes down to like a big playoff football game, kid i'm going to watch
0: it right well he'll, the super like, bowl would he'll be on watch, and michael would be, be watching, watching like, jack
2: <laughs> ryan instead of like tom brady playing <laughs> like if the bucks played the patriots tomorrow he'd be watching jack ryan which is fine
0: but like, like for the super bowl i like <laughs> like is he going to be watching the super bowl with everybody at tbr like we're going to do well, or, I'm not, or is it yeah but you know you'll you'll dial in sure yeah. All right. But uh, or is he going to be watching reruns of the nineteen ninety six World Junior Quarterfinals? <laughs> you tell me. I guess. I guess only time will tell. But yeah, please just watch some football this weekend. There are going to be Winch. some great <laughs> games on. So watch some football, please. Watch football. Yeah. Like football. Enjoy football. Listen to the review podcast. And that's all I've got. Thank you all so much for listening.
2: Oh wait, no, I'm not done yet. Hold on. Um, wait, did I see that? The weekend is doing the halftime show? Yeah, The Weekday. <laughs> the Weekday. So, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to end the podcast and start <laughs> up again. All right, episode 59. Yeah, going. This is the uh this is like the PS after you read a letter. The weekend is doing the halftime show. You and I talked about this recently. Isn't he like super irrelevant except for the face? Pretty much.
0: Except for his face. He was very big in 2014 when Can't Feel My Face and The Hills, you know. Now he time. really can't, can't feel his face. <laughs> he's not real. It's Everyone's numb. like, oh, The Weeknd is like one of the all-time greats. It's like, no, he's not. He's just like in a Pepsi commercial. Yeah, I don't. So like the thing was, I thought
2: The Weeknd was like a band. Like I had no idea who The Weeknd was. Like seriously, no idea until The facing. I'd heard the music. I had no idea like that The Weeknd was a human being.
1: Like, does that make sense? He also
0: spells it with no e.
1: Uh, so no one's sticking up for him. It's here, the so, so I will take that role <laughs> on. Um, but no, I, yeah, Christians
0: our music correspondent.
1: But he has a few, he has a few good songs. He does. Um, no, yeah, I can't like feel my face. Ones. I would not include among those. I don't really. Think that one's annoying. But he does have some good ones. Uh, re- recently. But so I are you excited for
2: the halftime performance is my point.
1: I but, also don't really care about the halftime. I'm not the kind of guy. No,
2: they, there have been wicked good halftime talking, Talk about shifting demographics, yeah, carp.
0: They won't put a rock band in... Uh, <laughs> Look, you don't need a
2: rock band anymore. Like, obviously... Yes, like, you do. No, I, I get it. I get it. Look at, like... <laughs> okay, would Morgan Wallen be a better option yes. than the right, but that's not a rock band. My work. point is there are good artists that can do it. it, it it's turned into too much of a of a Popularity circus. Yeah, of a, yeah, in a circus like oh my god who can twerk the best instead of which was fun. But with, instead of like something that's like entertaining and like good to listen
0: to. And for that The halftime show is it, like the Super Bowl has a lot of infamous stuff that comes along with it. The commercials, the halftime show,
2: Yeah, like I know Christian said, like I don't care about talks. the crypto I mean about the halftime show like it it's should like be something you should care about. It's like football thing.
0: on things. Like,
2: if you, you go, it's like, there's, oh, there's lists the online show. where they rank, like, the halftime shows. And there's, like, hundreds of lists. And they all have, like, the top five, top six are all, like, the same. Like, not really, like, in that order. But, like, there's been good ones. I'm just trying to think, like, they, who, like...
0: You're not a we hip-hop have guy, nobody. I'll anymore. I'll make the argument that, like, I know what they're doing. They're trying to find a popular, relevant artist who's on the radio to put in that spot. If you're going to go that route, get somebody better, like... Drake or post Malone or something yeah most I don't Cologne. think that I don't think the weekend was like the like you said he wasn't the best option of that group like I don't care to hear the weekend do the halftime show especially because can you explain this to me Christian what is up with like the bloody nose thing? Like, I used to know the weekend for, like, he had the crazy, like, um, Amon Schumpert hair, and he, like, it would go all over the place. Now his look is like he wears a Band-Aid and, like, no, bleeds from his he, eyes and nose. Yeah, what is that?
1: Well, so I saw a video on this, and it was talking about how he had the bandages, and he, like, wore that for several, like, appearances and stuff. Um, and that was, like, a shtick for a little bit. And then he switched over, and now, like the last thing we've seen of him, he's got, like, this really, like, weirdly deformed face that looks like he's had a lot of plastic surgery. And I think that, like, had to do with it. Um, I'm not really sure what, like... Unless there's, like, an album or something that comes out that explains... Like, I don't really know the direct... Like, I don't know what the relevance is. Yeah, like, well, it's the cover of the album. I know they're related somewhat. I just don't really know... I feel like at some point that'll be explained further. But, I mean, again, I, I... I do like the halftime show. Like I don't. Okay, I don't really watch that. I I do. Okay, I don't know how to phrase. It. Did I say the first time that I didn't like it? Is that what I said? Yeah, you said like I don't care about that. Oh, I don't show. care. Yeah, I don't really care. I mean, like if there's something on and it's like entertaining, yeah, sure. But like, I I think people care too much about it. But I do think there could there's a better pick than than the weekend. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right.
0: right Right. yeah so uh sorry about that (laughs) no it's fine (laughs) it was a good conversation uh episode 58 thank you so much for listening and we will see pretty
2: woman walking down the street pretty woman the kind
1: i like to meet pretty woman i don't believe you you're not the truth no one